This is the Empowered Athlete Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the one and only Natty Boss, lifelong athlete, sports dietitian, breathwork facilitator, personal development junkie, and holistic performance coach. This podcast is here to change the paradigm of what it means to be a high-performance athlete. The intention and mission of this podcast is to help you create freedom, clarity, and balance in your life while giving you the tools to heal yourself, improve your well-being, and optimize performance. I believe that in order to reach our highest potential in this human experience, we must unlearn and let go of everything we've been conditioned to believe about ourselves and the world so that we can truly tap into what our divine path is and have the courage to pursue the curriculum of our soul. It's my hope that after every episode, you feel activated and empowered to make change in your life that supports you in operating from a place of alignment of who you're meant to be. Get ready for major shifts and transformation. It's time to dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Athlete Podcast. And I am so excited to bring today's episode to you because we are diving into an introduction to breathwork. Breathwork is something that has really, truly changed my life on so many levels. And I... I'm on a mission to really bring this self-healing tool to every and any grappler and athlete who truly desires to tap into their potential and connect deeper to themselves. In the course of this episode, I'm going to be covering a little bit about what breathwork is, the types of breathwork, some benefits of breathwork, and who might be a good fit to do breathwork. And I'm also going to share a little bit of my story with breathwork because I want you to know why I'm so passionate about it and the lessons that I learned through integrating breathwork as an integral part of my life and how it's really helped me connect the dots of the behaviors I've had in the past and how I've really come to be in a place where I am right now, where I feel whole within myself. I feel excited. I feel joy. I feel so connected to who I am at the core. And that is seriously, my wish for you is to feel so deeply grounded in who you are and to take action and to live life from that essence. We all have it within us and we're going to learn why we may have been disconnected from that. But we'll talk about that later. So what I want to start with is this concept that in order to expand higher, we need to root deeper. In order to expand higher, we need to root deeper. And for a moment, I just wanna share this analogy of a tree, right? When there is a tree, when a tree is first planted, its roots aren't quite deeply ingrained into the ground yet, right? And also the leaves probably aren't blossoming. It's a small little tree. But the more that the tree grows higher over time, the deeper the roots go into the ground to stabilize it. So if our desire is to evolve, is to grow, is to expand, to constantly reach our highest potential and go up, 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 well, at the same time, we need to be just as committed to grounding ourselves and deeply rooting in the truth of who we are. 
And in order to understand who we are, in order to root deeper into who we are, we need to live in the body. We need to live in the beautiful vessel of our body. And that can be scary for some of us because so many of us have spent most of our life trying to avoid being in our body because it feels uncomfortable due to past experiences that we may have had. And any experience that you had and any feeling that you have, I want you to know is completely valid. But what we also get to do and what we also get to explore is what has been the price that you've paid for not being connected to your body? What's the cost of us not being deeply rooted in who we are? And when we're taking action from a place of misalignment and a lack of connection to ourself, we are only capable of so much. But when we tap into our essence, our core, and can really feel safety there and live from that place, that is truly where anything is possible. So in order to expand higher, we need to root deeper. And I want to share a little bit about my story here. So I mentioned it a little bit in the intro where in 2018, I went to a conference where there was a breathwork session for 20 minutes and I was interested. So I dove in, tried it out, and my mind was blown. All I remember from the session was feeling states of bliss, happiness, gratitude. I felt so free and light in my body and that really left an imprint. I just remember those feelings living in my body and I didn't forget it to an extent. I didn't really do much with it afterwards, but I remember the imprint that it left and it didn't resurface until 2019 when there was a little ad on Instagram for a breathwork facilitator training. It was pause breathwork with my dear mentor, Sam Skelly. And I knew without a shadow of a doubt, a visceral pull in my system that this was something I had to do. And it was simply tuning into my intuition in that moment and really recalling the emotions and the feelings I felt after that 20 minute session where I was like, I'm not sure what this is, but what I am sure of is that my body is telling me this is a full body. Yes. So I embarked on this journey into the unknown, joining a seven-month vigorous training program, lots of integration and self-healing. I learned so much about myself. I've also healed lifelong patterns that were continually running the show and showing up in my life year after year after year of perfectionism, of unworthiness and scarcity. For a long time, I identified with being a perfectionist and it caused me so much mental turmoil because if you identify currently with being a perfectionist, you know how stressful it is. It's really hard to make change and to move forward when you feel that everything needs to be perfect before you take action. My achievements, my accolades, everything that I constantly did was rooted in trying to tap into worthiness. I was hoping that if I became a straight A student, I would feel worthy. If I 
got this career, I'd feel worthy. If I won this gold medal, I'd feel worthy. And I racked up this long list of accolades over the years. And all I can remember is feeling empty always. And I remember thinking to myself, what the hell do I have to do to fill this void? What what more can I possibly achieve? I've won awards, leadership, nominees, and all of these things over the course of my years. And I was like, I just, it doesn't, it just feels meh. It feels meh. And on the outside, some people would die to have those awards. But I just couldn't feel that satisfaction. I couldn't feel that enoughness. And breathwork helped me learn that it was because I was waiting for these things to give me permission to feel worthy. And once I had that realization, I realized worthiness exists within us all along. And we get to tap into our innate worthiness in every single moment and take action from that place. And scarcity was deep rooted in my bones. This is generational scarcity. If you grew up maybe not in a rich household, maybe you were maybe not poverty, but you know, middle class, or maybe money was always tight. And therefore the stories, the conversations, the arguments that were constantly in your environment were rooted around money. You know, we pick up on that as kids and we learn to start navigating life with a certain set of belief systems when it comes to money, where we're rooted in everything is not enough. And this shows up time and time again in jujitsu, like so often. And I'm curious if, you know, this is something that you experience because my bet is it probably is, or at least was at one time. And so those were three core wounds that really shifted when I started integrating breath work and it really changed my life because I really identified with these things. And once I released those identities, guess what? I was able to adopt new identities that supported the version of me that I wanted to live from that supported the desires that I really wanted to step into, wanted to create in the world, but I couldn't because those belief systems were holding me back. And when I embodied breath work and made it a critical practice in my daily life, I knew that this was the tool I've been looking for, not just for myself, for my whole entire life, but also the tool I've been looking to give you guys, give athletes. This is the tool that I believe really will help us optimize our performance, our health, our mental well-being. And I really believe that breath work is the tool that helps us peel back the layers of who we thought we are so that we can uncover and step into the truth of who we are. And I've seen this firsthand in myself, as well as hundreds of students I've introduced this to. And it, it really is a gift. I am immensely honored to see the shifts and the life transformations that have happened watching students integrate breath into their life. And what the result is and the outcome is of that simple, simple thing, our breath taking a moment to appreciate the simplicity of our breath. (sighs) 
And when it comes to a little bit more of my story, I struggled with food, body image, eating disorders, over-exercising, self-acceptance, like I said, perfectionism, unworthiness, and achievement patterns my entire life. And what I realized through breath work was that the reason why I, cl- I clung onto all of these external things, so for food, right, when I had an eating disorder, I tried to use food as a form of control because I simply didn't feel safe within myself. I didn't feel safe to be in my body. So when we don't feel safe to be in our bodies, what we do is we look for external things to cling on to, to get a false sense of safety, to stabilize our system. And this is usually when we turn to drugs or alcohol or work or overtraining or food. And for me, it was food to start. And then, like I mentioned in the intro, once I stopped the action of binging and purging, I thought I was healed, but that was not the case at all. Still mentally and energetically, I still had lots of things that needed to be processed that I didn't process until I found breath work. And so what happened was when I transitioned into college, although the acts nutritionally and with food, I wasn't partaking in those behaviors, I transitioned my coping mechanism to exercise. So again, the same pattern repeated. I used exercise as a form of control because I didn't feel safe within myself. And oftentimes when we are using these external coping mechanisms, it's because we are trying to avoid, numb, or distract. We're trying to numb ourselves from feeling anything because it feels uncomfortable to be in our body. We try to avoid the sensations in our body that are coming up because again, they feel uncomfortable. Or we try to distract ourselves because the feelings in our body feel uncomfortable. And we weren't taught how to process these sensations, these emotions in a safe and healthy way. And so it makes perfect sense that we would want to numb, distract, or avoid. Because when we feel something uncomfortable like anxiety, well, nobody wants to sit there and feel it. But what I want you to know is that in order for us to heal, it's inevitable that we begin to feel. We cannot heal if we don't feel. So how do we start feeling? It's learning how to integrate the breath and be safe in doing so, so that we can start to come home to ourselves, start to come home to our bodies. And like I said earlier, start living embodied, living from our body. I can't even tell you, you can only experience the beauty of what it feels like to live from your body and feel home in your body, which is why I'm so passionate to bring breath work to this conversation because it really is the tool. And let me tell you, I've tried it all. I've tried affirmations and meditation and journaling and everything in between. And although they are absolutely helpful and supportive in rewiring beliefs, in helping you shift into positive mindsets. The the benefit to breath work is because it focuses on the energetics of the system, which I'm going to dive into in a little bit. 
but it focuses on the energy. When we have stuck energy in the system, no affirmation can release it. We need to go into the body to release the energy from the system so that it can metabolize, alchemize, and then it's released from our system. This is what healing is. So in short, definition-wise, of what breathwork is, breathwork is an age-old self-healing modality for healing trauma, decreasing stress and anxiety, improving performance, and cultivating a deeper relationship with your body, your spirit. Our breath truly can do all of those things. And so... Are you a candidate for breath work? Well, if you're a human being and you have a breath, most of the time, yes. There are some caveats when it comes to pregnancy where it's not recommended to do longer sessions, which I'm going to dive into later. But for the most part, all of us can utilize this breath that we were born with to support us in some way. There are very, very minimal, mineral, minimal <laughs> contraindications using breath work. And this is something you have to discuss with your doctor because just certain medications or certain perhaps heart issues or lung issues, there are certain things to just be cautious of. But I still believe that there is a modification that will be possible for you to still integrate breath as part of your life. But I just wanted to state that so that you have that awareness if you do suffer with conditions currently. But more specifically, if you struggle or experience stress, panic attacks, or anxiety, if you have an unhealthy relationship with food and you're in emotional eating, or you binge eat, or you have eating disordered or disordered eating, if you feel that your mind is constantly moving, at a million miles per minute, and you have a hard time unwinding the mind and constantly have mental chatter and inner critic just inundating your thoughts, that negative self-talk, the comparison-itis, the judgment, the shame, the guilt, those conversations are constantly going on. If you struggle to feel confident in your skin, if you struggle to have self-belief and self-trust, if you have beliefs of perfectionism, fear of failure, fear of rejection, and if you notice that you hold your breath often, if you find that you're holding your breath often, whether it's on the mats, whether it's in competition, whether it's in everyday life, which you'd be shocked that you probably are, because most of us operate from a stress response. And in the stress response, in the heightened stress response, oftentimes we're holding our breath. So if you have experienced any of the things I just listed, you absolutely are a beautiful candidate for breath work. And this is good news because maybe you're experiencing some of this right now or you have in the past and maybe it's been very overwhelming for your system and maybe you didn't have a tool to come to. And therefore, there are some external coping mechanisms that you've been falling into. 
in order to feel that false sense of safety. Because of course, when you're in the middle of a panic attack, you know, what do you do? Our first instinct isn't to tune into our breath, but my intention is to really change that narrative so that it can be our first instinct. Recognizing what all of it means. What do all of these stress, overwhelm, anxiety, depression, panic, fear, what does it all mean? And how can we empower ourselves in those moments versus feel at the mercy of them? Welcome to your breath. So when it comes to types of breath work, there are so many types of breath work, like literally so many types of breath work. And you're going to see different variations all over. Wim Hof is a very common breath work that people love. And when it comes to how I'm going to define it, I'm going to define breath work as both integrative and meditative. Integrative is short-term breath work, if you will. The intention of integrative breath work is really for relaxation, reducing stress, anxiety, boosting mental clarity, increasing your energy. And when it comes to these practices, it's about shifting your energetic state in the moment. Our breath gives us choice. We can choose how we want to show up in every single moment. And when we're in in a heightened state, such as anger, or anxiety. Sometimes it can be really hard to zoom out and pause. But that's exactly what we need to do. And in that pause, we then have access to our breath. So we can use integrative breath work to shift our energy, process the emotions that are coming up, and then choose to align ourselves with an energy that's more supportive to our well being. And guess what? It really gets to be that simple. You can do integrative breath work in the morning, at night. I love doing it as part of my warm-up for competition. It's an essential piece of my warm-up. As well as just during the day, during your lunch break, in the car, literally anywhere, <laughs> at any time. And integrative breath work is usually 20 minutes or less. It can be one minute, five minutes, and it blows my mind Every single time I introduce breathwork to another athlete, a group of women, when I'm doing seminars or working with my students, of how powerful taking a moment to tune in and breathe truly, truly is. So integrative breathwork is really a tool to use your breath in the moment to empower you. And what I want to do right now is actually get a little taste of it. So we're going to breathe together. We're going to do five deep breaths. And if you are driving, please don't close your eyes. If you feel called to close your eyes, please do. And what I want us to do is really simple. We're just going to breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. And we're going for depth over speed, always. Depth over speed. And I really want to invite you to breathe from your belly, right below your belly button, is where I want you to breathe in that breath and exhale, elongated exhale through the mouth, letting yourself settle deeper and deeper into your body. And I want you also to feel into your ground. So feel whatever surface your butt is on. 
and just notice in this moment that you're supported by something and that it's safe to actually do this exercise. It's safe to breathe. All we're doing is breathing. So taking a moment now to either close or keep your eyes open. Breathing from the belly, it might help you if you're not used to deep breathing to place your hand on that area right below the belly button. And we're gonna take five deep breaths together. Inhaling, starting now. Two more. And now I want to invite you to inhale through the nose and hold it for 20 seconds. And then we're gonna exhale through the mouth with sound together. I'll let you know when. Let's inhale and hold. You got it. Releasing together in three, two, one. <sighs> Letting it all out. And just take a moment to notice how you feel by just taking that literal 10 seconds to pause and breathe. And notice that you have access to that in every single moment. That is the power of integrative breath work. Then we shift and we transition into meditative breath work. And the intention of meditative breath work is to go a lot deeper into the body. This is for deeper transformative healing at the level of the nervous system. This is a powerful type of breath work for healing trauma at the level of the nervous system as well as conditioning and belief systems that are stuck in our body. This meditative breath work really supports us in connecting deeper to our body and to our spirit. And generally speaking, these sessions are longer than 20 minutes, most of the time done lying down in private or with a group. And these are truly, like I said, transformative. If you desire to heal and work through things of your past that you've perhaps been avoiding or felt uncomfortable, finding a safe container to do meditative breath work will transform your life and truly help you shift into reaching your potential. So that's a little bit of the integrative and the meditative. And what I wanted to dive into next was going into a little bit more description of 
a little bit of the science behind breathwork because I also love science. I'm not just woo-woo and spiritual. Science is a huge part of what I do and I love meshing both together because I really think it helps our brains wrap these far out concepts and be able to digest them a little bit and understand them a little bit. So I mentioned earlier that breathwork is an amazing tool for getting out of the chaos of our mind and being more connected in our bodies. What happens is in our mind, that's where our chaos lives. And what we often say in breathwork is that the mind speaks in chaos and the body speaks in whispers. So if we desire to tune into our intuition and really be connected to the wisdom of our body, the only way we can access that is in stillness because it's really hard to hear a whisper when it's loud and chaotic. So breathwork really helps us to get into presence and connection to ourself, which helps calm the mind, decreases that chatter. And this is so important, especially if we feel that we're constantly living from the mind. Now, breathwork also regulates our nervous system by alkalinizing our body. And it shifts us from our sympathetic nervous system, which is also known as our fight or flight response, to our restorative and healing part of the nervous system, which is our parasympathetic nervous system, our SNS and our PNS. And so when we're operating from sympathetic, and I'm also gonna just shorten it and say SNS and PNS, just so you know, so it's easier for me to say. So when we're operating from SNS, like I said, we're in fight or flight. So we're automatically operating out of stress and trying to survive. We're shifted into survival mode. And what I often say is when we are operating out of survival, it's virtually impossible for us to be thriving. When we're surviving, we can't be simultaneously thriving. So in order for us to thrive, which optimizing our performance falls under thriving, being able to regulate our nervous system and shift in a moment's time to the paras, to the parasympathetic, it's a long one, to the parasympathetic, then we have to tune into our breath and let it do that. It activates our vagus nerve, which helps us come back into that healing state. And more sciency, the alkalinizing that I mentioned earlier, is what we're doing is we are actually shifting the amount of carbon dioxide and oxygen in the system. So when we have more carbon dioxide in the system, we have a more acidic environment in the body. A more acidic environment is what causes us in most cases to have chronic diseases and illnesses and increase our risk for injuries. So when we can oxygenate our body, our body naturally shifts into a state of healing. And it really gets to be that simple. We can shift from our SNS to our PNS and then the body gets to take over and do the work. And this is where the holistic healing really comes into play because I believe our bodies are our healer. So if we can give ourselves the gift of a moment's time to pause, to breathe, to connect, and to really shift into that PNS system, 
we automatically enter a stream of well-being. And this is amazing. This is amazing news because we don't need medications or pills or all of these other things that we've been turning to. We really get to use the power of our breath. I want to touch on and dive a little deeper into what I hinted at earlier as breath being a self-healing tool. The breath work creates a self-healing process in our body that allows us to use the energetics of the system to heal trauma, the stuck emotions and pain locked within our system. And this is so incredibly important to talk about the energetics because energy is everything. Emotions are energy. Trauma is energy. And the basic law of energy is that energy cannot be created or destroyed, only transferred. And I want to use an analogy in a moment, but I first want to give you an example of how this plays out when a traumatic experience happens. First, I want to say that trauma exists on a very large spectrum and trauma looks different for everyone and no person's trauma is better, worse, more severe or less severe than the others because everybody processes trauma differently. But what we get to look at is how this concept of energy works when it comes to experiencing a traumatic event. So I want to use a common example that is very prevalent in our sport, unfortunately, which is sexual assault. So with sexual assault, in the moment of that experience, our bodies become heightened and shifted into a stress response, as it should. But because energy is not created or destroyed, what happens is that the energy of that experience is transferred into our body. And if we don't give ourselves the time and the space to process that energy of the experience, the energy gets lodged, it gets stuck in our body, in our tissue, and it creates a kink in our system, a kink that starts to block the flow of life force block the stream of well-being from actually moving in our body. So the more trauma we have that's not processed, the more we're going to experience this kink in our system. And it's really going to affect how we show up in life, which is what this is all important for, right? How we can show up as powerful human beings that we know that we have the potential to be really comes down to the level at which we're willing to heal, to release this from our system, let it metabolize and alchemize. So I want to share an analogy. Imagine a river, a easy flowing stream of water, nothing interrupting it, right? Water will just flow. That's what it does. It's fluid. It's flowy. Now imagine throwing big rocks and boulders in the middle of this little stream, this little river, what will happen to the flow of water? Chances are it's going to become a little bit wonky. It's going to probably be less of a streamline. It's going to be a little swirly. There's going to be pockets of whirlpools. It's going to be all over the place. And this is what happens in our body with the more boulders we have in our system. Another way we can talk about this is being emotionally constipated, 
which is a term I learned from my mentor. And I love it because it's so true in our society and our culture, whether you're female or male, a lot of the messaging we've received is that emotions aren't safe. Emotions mean that you're too much. Emotions mean that you are too sensitive. Emotions mean that you are weak. And the truth of the matter is we are emotional human beings, all of us. So we need to start accepting our emotions and learning how to process them healthfully because honestly, if we're not, then this is what we're experiencing. We're experiencing this trapped energy in the system that is only causing detriment to our own health and well-being. And that I'm not okay with. So when we can use the breath to move this energy from the system, let it be gone, let it release, let it metabolize, let it alchemize. The energy wants to do that. It doesn't want to do this and be stuck in the system. It wants to be released. And so we get to give ourselves that gift through breath work. So this is a lot, I know, but I hope that you're feeling empowered in this conversation right now. Empowered that there is an option. There is a tool available to you. This is something you get to choose. You can choose to embark on this healing journey to support your own well-being, your own performance. And if you haven't been showing up in your life the way that you want to and the way that you desire to, I truly believe with every cell of my being that this is a tool that will help you shift that narrative and really step into that highest potential that you know that you're capable of. Whew, that's a lot. So what I want to do is I, I just quickly want to list off benefits of breathwork. So I obviously listed a lot throughout this conversation, but just to kind of give you like some touch points of some benefits of breathwork that maybe you haven't considered or maybe that I haven't touched on quite yet. So breathwork helps to heal and prevent injuries, which is why I'm so all in athletes' butts about recovery using breath work. It helps detoxify our organs and our cells. It helps strengthen our core muscles, our abdominal muscles. I can't promise you it'll give you an eight pack, but it will help to strengthen your transverse muscles, which are so critical to have a strong core in jujitsu. It improves our mental and physical fatigue. It helps cure physical ailments like gut issues, chronic inflammation. Like I mentioned earlier with that shift from the carbon dioxide to the oxygen ratio, that's where we get to heal physically. It helps to strengthen our connection to ourself, to our body, to our spirit, helps us to safely process emotions, increase our mindfulness, cultivate inner peace. Inner peace? There's nothing that is more invaluable than inner peace. Connecting you to your intuition, your inner compass, your inner guidance which is designed specifically for you to follow. It helps you improve your confidence, your self-trust. And as we mentioned, it helps to heal trauma, remove the stuck energy in the body, regulate our nervous system that we talked about, the PNS and the SNS, connects you to the present moment, improves your focus, your energy, your clarity, reduces anxiety, stress, or worry. So, if you're not convinced to try breathwork yet, 
I'm not sure what is going to convince you <laughs> because there's a list right here that I'm, I'm signing up. My hand is raised. Sign me up. Bring me in. I want this magic because it truly, truly is magic. And so there's a couple last things I want to leave you with here. And number one is this little note, a little note here when it comes to your breath. Your breath, in case you haven't noticed, is always, has always been, and will always be there for you. So long as you're listening to this podcast, your breath is with you. Which means you don't have to seek anything outside of yourself to empower yourself in the ways that I listed. You get to use your breath and also depend on your breath, rely on your breath. Use your breath as evidence that you do, in fact, show up for yourself. Because that's one of the things that holds us back the most is we have these stories that I can't follow through. I can't show up for myself. I always fall off track and it prevents us from moving forward. But use the evidence of your simple breath to remind you that even if you weren't to do anything at all that day, you still showed up for yourself. Your breath was there and you can depend on your breath. So when everything in life seems to be falling apart, things are flying all around and you feel like you have no handle on the things outside of yourself, the one thing you do have control over is your beautiful, beautiful breath. And it wants you to use it because it's accessible for you in every single moment. All you gotta do is choose it, choose it. You will find that I often just go into little songs, so hopefully my pitch is okay. <laughs> Lastly, I wanna leave you with a little invitation. If you desire to integrate breathwork as part of your normal routine and you wanna have this tool accessible and available to you, then the offer is the Breathwork Training Center. This is my membership site that I've created to support athletes in really having breathwork available in every single moment. In this membership site, we have breathwork audios, meditations, movement practices with the breath to support you in really helping shift your energy to whatever it is you desire. There is breathwork for stress, for safety, for energy, for sleep, for competition, and so much more. And we're also always adding new audios to the membership site to constantly keep it fresh and give you more reasons to use breathwork. Now, when it comes to the commitment, this is a $20 a month commitment, but there is no long-term commitment. So you can join or leave anytime that you like. If you desire to have this as part of your normal routine on a daily basis, then I absolutely recommend becoming a breather and being here with us always. And you can also use this during stressful periods or seasons of your life if you just want to use it to empower yourself during those times instead of feeling like you don't have a tool available. Truly, it's an offer on the table and it's always an invitation, never an obligation. I want you to know that. But if you desire to integrate this into your life, I highly recommend you check it out. You can go to bodybyboss.com BTC for Breathwork Training Center and all of the details will be listed on the website and then you can join if you desire. 
Lastly, I would love if you would share this episode with friends, family, teammates, or someone that you know could really benefit from this information. And if you want to take it a step further, share a takeaway that you've gained, something that you learned from this episode. Share it on social media. Tag us, Body by Boss LLC on Instagram. We would love to reshare it. We want to celebrate you in this growth, in this evolution that you're choosing. And we want to be a part of your journey. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm so excited and lit up after speaking with you about something I'm so passionate about. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.